0: Welcome to the Armchair Linguist. My name is Jennifer Sabir. In today's Spotlight, we are going to discuss Scottish culture, or more specifically, perhaps a little unknown language or dialect, more specifically, known as Glaswegian from Glasgow, Scotland. To give you a bit of my background that enables me to even discuss Glaswegians, or even the Scottish cultural in general, Ancestrally, I am 20% Scottish on my mother's side, who was raised by a Scottish nanny in a small town in Illinois. In 2008, I embarked on my own journey to live and work in Glasgow, Scotland, where my partner at the time gave me a crash course on living, breathing, and surviving Scotland. It isn't for everyone, but if you give the culture and language half a chance, you can fall in love with them just as I did. The three years I lived there, I trained in Edinburgh as a workplace mediator and obtained a host of understanding on resolving Scottish conflict, of which you will learn a bit, perhaps on future podcasts. Professionally, not only did I maintain my credentials as a trained British and Scottish mediator, but I worked for that period at an outsourcing center resolving customer conflict issues with my partner at the time, which taught me a great deal in approach, need, and resolution of multiple and diverse languages and approaches. Different communication styles occur, and you have to know, know that a lot of times American approaches are not always well received. Academically, I hold a Bachelor of Science in Communications, a Master's in Second Language Policy and Culture, and am cultural awareness and mediation trained. The Glaswegian dialect um, is an offshoot of Scottish slang, which is further borrowed from the 600 to 1400 AD year old Scottish language, developing from its sister tongue of the Angles during the Middle Ages. Scottish Gaelic was the original language of Scotland spoken primarily by Scottish royalty and within 17th and 18th century literature. How many people speak Scots? Well, the 2011 Scottish census, which I did take part in when I lived there, reported over 1.5 million people in Scotland reported being able to speak Scots which accounts for 30% of the population, with only 1% speaking Scottish Gaelic. Scots is spoken in Glasgow, Dundee, Edinburgh, and Aberdeen, as well as in the borders Dumfries and Galloway, Central Scotland, five, the Lothians, Tayside, Caithness, the Northeast, and Orkney and Shetland. The World Atlas reported that 99% of Scottish citizens spoke English, in 1701 when the Kingdom of Scotland merged with the Kingdom of England leading to the establishment of Great Britain. In 1801 Great Britain joined with Northern Ireland resulting in the formation of the UK leading to a high influence of Gaelic. Just to give you a little taste of of Glaswegian slang I will just, you know, mention some phrases here and see if any of these rung familiar to you. I heard these following um, mainly from older generation Scots or what's known as Ouija's for the more um, modern day. Gonna no day that? Gonna no day that? I'm not going to do that. At this moment, in that does my head in. That confuses me. That, that just mind blows my mind. That's mind boggling. Bolt your get lost. Pure dead brilliance. Now that is awesome. Your bombs at the window, you're talking rubbish. On and by your head. Away and go just just leave Go boil your head, so to speak I'm pretty done I'm f- really feeling worn out. I'm feeling very tired Emne, I'm not In isn't it? My head's a looping? My head is hurting. It's sore. It's, I've got a headache. My head's immense. My head's a bit confused right now. Get away from me. Just get lost. Where are you from? Now some of those may sound familiar. But if you dove into um, Glasgow a bit deeper, especially late at night or in some maybe not so uh, advisable areas, you might have encountered a bit of conflict or insults. Now, when I worked in um, conflict resolution uh, for the Outsourcing Center, um, I did encounter being told a number of these phrases quite a bit. And, um you know it was very important to flow with uh this when you did receive such negative feedback, but over time it became comical, and it was more so a language lesson than it was taking it personally. Perhaps you've heard some of these iya skip it lug, I'll give you a slap on the ear, oh well you. Away get the get away from me What's up for you by? What's even meant to happen's gonna happen. Whatever will be will be It serves you right. You'll get your karmic pay. May you live long and stay well. Failing meals playing. When you keep trying at something and you never seem to actually succeed at it, but you just keep doing it, you just keep failing when you are trying. <laughs> keep the head. Stay calm now. Don't get upset. Didn't I teach a granny to Don't try to teach somebody something they already know. So, like, you know, also I think in America we can say um, you can lead the horse to water, but you can't make it drink or don't or, or you're preaching to the choir. OK. The balls on the slates. Game over. Hard your wished. Be quiet. Shut up. No, just hold on. Just basically, just very similar to English, but just hold it, slow down, take your time. I heard this a lot whenever it was like trying to resolve what the main issue was. He'll slap you? It's your fault. You're the one that's the problem when someone is projecting on you and trying to blame shift. I don't know. I don't know. I just don't have an answer for that. Your boops at the window. Your booms at the window. You're just talking trash. Now, some of these phrases may have been followed on uh, many comical opportunities and occasions with the following words. Idiot. Idiot. Gome. A simple looking idiot. Gawk. Fool. Simpleton. Numpte. I heard that quite a bit. Fool. Nugget. Also fool. A dafte. Or a neff, A very irritating person who is not maybe viewed as the most aware. And one of the funniest I ever heard. During a pub brawl, ah, you're a hacked, scabby, deft, de I'll let you translate that. Now, as a cultural tip, it's common if you've moved to Glasgow, the locals will ask you, Where are you staying? Where are you presently living? And it'll be communicated as, What are you, Faye? Where are you from? This is to judge the area and what type of you know, income or influence that you might be bringing to the local cultural area. Not everyone will ask this, but I was asked it quite a bit. Another a cultural lesson that I quickly adapted to in Glasgow were the terms of endearment for one's beloved. And also, um, you know, if I was communicating with perhaps um an older resident, or someone who was a true native Scotsman or Scotswoman. They would often call me duck, or hen, or bonny lass, bra, And these terms meant, for instance, hen, honey, sweetheart, young lady. Bonnie lass, a beautiful young person, beautiful young girl to be specific. My partner and others would say, use the words bra for good-looking man, tidy, which is a good-looking woman, or big man, a heavy or tall person, or a wee man, a short person or short man. The wee man. Just to touch on a couple of ways to put sentences together is I know when I was um, the first week I was in Glasgow, I encountered what was known as um, a a NED, a non-educated delinquent. And it's a bit of a derogatory term, but I thought they had an amazing ability because I had conversations um, uh, with, you know, five, ten minutes, um, you know, that taught me a lot about language formation with having a linguistic background, I always were, you know, I was curious about people in general, and I felt we could learn something from everyone. So, for example, one sentence could be, What do you cry for you? What do you cry for you? And that would mean, what do you call that one? What do you call that one? And the communication would, had to do with, initially, um, the young um young adult was trying to take my camera (laughs) and whenever I was like very confrontive about it you know because it was quite an expensive camera and I was just fascinated with you know buildings and culture and such Uh, and so they were like wow I want that where do you you know what do you call it then and it it was it ended nicely but it was just a bit confronting at first and it took me a, a bit But thankfully, with the um, with the help of, uh, you know, the person who was enabling me to understand the slang and understand the local dialect, it soon became very easy to adapt to. A lot of times just a simple, oh, yes, is okay. Or the now is the new, the new, now. Brilliant. is It's a brilliant moonlight out tonight, which was another common theme, especially for night walks to the necropolis. To close out this short podcast on Scottish dialect, uh, namingly Glaswegian, I just want to say, I wish you a long and healthy life. <laughs> it actually originally meant long may your chimney smoke. It's a bit of a tongue twister, actually, even when I say it now. It's been a number of years since I lived in Scotland, uh, about 10 years, so to speak. And so on occasion, I might have one or two words that come in, um, you know, come through quite easily. But it's it's takes practice. Glaswegians tend to drop the letter G from words ending in I-N-G. And um, it's very important. I know when I used to write for um, someone who was, uh, you know, they, they had a an educational blog for teaching their uh, fitness and movement practice. And they wanted me to write specifically in a, you know, in the way that the slang was. So I had to make sure I did not add the G on ING's. And also, uh, some sentences are suffixed by, by the way. And this is to really bring a focus point to, uh, you know, a particular topic or what they want to say. You know, it's kind of like, you know, just softening the blow before a truth is spoken. I was fortunate, as I said, to have someone who trained me the first week in Glasgow to tune my ear to understand Glaswegian dialect. And having grown up in the Midwest and southern parts of the United States, there were some similarities that made it easy to pick up conversation. But eventually, my lengthy sentences were shortened into a semi-intelligible form of communication that even my Scottish boss told me I had become highly accustomed to the Glaswegian people. If you like today's podcast, please be certain to like, share, comment, And um, subscribe to Instagram at TheArmchairLinguist. And I will be um, happy to answer any comments or questions or interest that you have on any topics that you'd like for me to do podcasts on in the future. Uh, In future podcasts, I will probably go into uh, more um, detail or... Uh, experiences and stories about my time in Glasgow, Scotland, but for now, I wish you the best. Just remember what a Jack's Thompson barn, your the last Scotland, if war the truth has its boots on to keep the heads we're all created equal it's better to do badly than not take part at all and remember gossip is a commonality among humans so be careful what you're saying keep your head on